Hello, is this thing on? <laughs> Test one, two, three. Welcome to another episode of the Hamilton Trained Podcast. I'm your host of the day and every effing day, Jared Hamilton. It is a pleasure meeting you, if we've not yet before. But if you're, you know, a good old Hamilton Trained Podcast veteran and been around the corner a few times with this, thank you for your uh, constant listening. I really appreciate it. Today, I want to talk to you exactly about why calories are so important. Like, why do they matter so much? Now, before your eyes glaze over, because I can feel it, I can feel it, before they glaze over, like, this is super important, because you'll hear a lot of people, like, around the fitness and nutrition and diet space, they're like, oh, well, calories definitely matter, but then people are like, oh, no, that's, you know, a 1980s thing, like, calories in, it's more than calories in, calories out, but then, like, where do protein, fats, and carbs come from? Uh, where do those come in? I mean, where, what about food quality? What about healthy calories versus unhealthy calories? What about, you know, meal timing over calories? What about the calories in food? What about, you know, the calories that the treadmill said you burned? What about the calories on my fitness pal? Like there's all these back and forth things with calories, but I want to talk about why they matter so much and the truth about them and why they're so important. So buckle up, get your notepad, get your cup of coffee. I could use a cup of coffee. Um, and, you know, and, and, and let's, let's, let's break this thing down because here's the thing with every single opinion and thought and piece of research out when it comes to fat loss and nutrition and fitness and dieting, you realize it all comes back to calories every single time. For example, have you never noticed that every diet out there has a success story and almost every diet has its inverse, has its like, has, has its, um, like, like, like it's total opposite. You got like vegan diets, they work, but then you got carnivore diets where it's only meat all the time and they work. You've got, um, organic purely eating clean and, uh, only clean and healthy food, but then you've got flexible dieting and they both work. You've got low carb. It works. You've got low fat. It works. You've got, um, eating every three hours. It works. You've got intermittent fasting and it works. Like that's the thing is, have you ever noticed every diet has its inverse and they all work because here's the thing, every diet, like I've said a million times before, the only way to burn fat is to be in a calorie deficit. You physically have to take in less calories than what your body expends in order to lose weight, weight and body fat. That's why every diet ends up putting you every successful diet. I should say, puts you in a deficit going low carb, creates a calorie deficit by taking out carbs. Low fat diets put you in a calorie deficit by taking out fat. Paleo diets, um, paleo diets create a calorie deficit by eliminating processed foods, but somehow tequila is paleo friendly. I don't know, but, um, you've got intermittent fasting, puts you in a calorie deficit by theoretically, um, narrowing down your feeding window. Uh, what else we got? Um, you know, vegan diets, create a calorie deficit by eliminating anything that involves an animal. So like you're kind of stuck to eating like fruits and vegetables and grass, like, you know, that kind of thing. Um, you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm getting at? When it comes to every diet, you have to be in a deficit. Otherwise it won't work. You could eat otherwise, you, you know, otherwise we would just eat the right foods, quote unquote, and we would all wither away to nothing. And then we'd be, you know, in a really bad place, but that's not how it works. So everything comes back to calories. Um, if you ever notice on no matter what kind of food you have, it has a calorie associated with it because here's the thing you have to understand. What is a calorie? A calorie is a unit of measurement. That's it. 
It's literally a unit of energy. So the food we eat, let's say I have a granola bar and it's 150 calories. That's 150 units of energy in that granola bar. But let's say I go run for a half hour on the treadmill and it and I burn 150 calories. That's just 150 units of energy I expended. It is simply a unit of energy we measure. That's why everything has a calorie associated with it because it's the one common denominator. It's just like no matter what you go buy at the store, it has a dollar amount attached to it. You could go buy a ranch salad dressing for $3, but then you could go over to the electronics and buy a $1,000 TV. Obviously, they're different things, and obviously, you know, they're different quantities, but one, the, a dollar is a dollar. A dollar is simply a unit of currency, right? It's, it's the same thing with any other unit of measurement, like inches. If I have two inches on my hardwood floor, and then I have two inches on my drywall, you, you can't change the fact that two inches is two inches. But I can't be like, oh no, because the two inches on, is on drywall, it's really three inches. Like, no, two inches is two inches. That's when people get butthurt. They try to say, oh no, 100 calories of healthy calories is different than 100 calories of unhealthy calories. Like, no, just because you're talking about two different types of food doesn't make the, the calorie quantity change. Otherwise, I'd be like saying, well, two inches on the floor is like three inches on drywall. Like, no. Inches are inches, miles are miles, feet are feet, dollars are dollars, and calories are calories. That's why the other way we measure energy is what we burn. Like if, you know, a day in the life of you, let's just say, burns 2,000 calories. 2,000 units of energy. That's all a calorie is, is a unit of energy. Whether we eat that energy and it's in food, whether we expend that energy and it's you know, effort. Do you see what I mean? That's when it comes why calories are so important. But it's also the it's the one common denominator that makes everything the same. That's why you see every single diet known to man have a shredded person associated with it. If you take away the two common factors amongst every single diet on God's green earth, it was calorie deficit, extended period of time. Okay, literally, you could eat plastic in a calorie deficit for the next eight months and you would lose fat. I would not suggest doing that because plastic is not very healthy for you. But do you, do you see what I mean? Guys, that's why I'm, I'm, I'm even doing my daily donut challenge that you guys are seeing on uh, Instagram right now is every single day I'm in my own fat loss phase right now. I'm, I'm down like 10, 15 pounds and I literally have a donut every single day and I make it work in my calories every single day. Like every effing day I have a donut, one to two donuts and um. I make it work in my calories. Right now, my calorie budget's about 2,500 calories a day. I'm, hit, I'm hitting 2,500 calories every single day. So what's a 250, 300 calorie donut? That's why I make it work in my calorie, calories. And guess what? I'm losing fat. And most of the time, to put icing on the cake or cream in the donut, <laughs> um, I have this donut right before bed. Literally, right before bed, I have a donut that's in my numbers, in my deficit, and I lose fat. Literally, it's like falling off of me. I'm telling you guys, like, this is the key to it all. That's why, that's why I'm so big on not depriving yourself of anything because no food is inherently good or bad. There's so much context that goes into this. You know, should I eat a dozen donuts? Probably not. Should I eat seven donuts? Probably not. But what's one to two donuts? It's like nothing, especially considering the vast majority of everything else I eat on an average day is better quality, more nutritious whole foods. You know, I just now finished a big uh, meal of chicken and potatoes. 
you know, I usually have like Brussels sprouts or green beans with it, or I'll get, um, you know, chicken and rice or whatever the case is. Like there is no good and bad food. Okay. Where people, where, where, where assholes go wrong with this is they take this, these couple principles and take it to the other extreme. You know, we see people all the time take the extreme of eating only perfectly healthy organic food and they hate their life. But then we see the other end of the spectrum where people take this calories in, calories out, law thermodynamics vibe, and then they just eat literally like at Taco Bell in the Little Debbie aisle at the store all day. And they end up, you know, that's that, and then they stay in their deficit and they eat literally just shit food all day. Don't go to that extreme. There is a gray middle ground area and it's, it's right here. That's why calories are so important and they're such a big deal. You know, nothing ever lets you mitigate calories. You cannot supersede your energy balance. Like literally, it's, it's the law of thermodynamics. People forget. They're like, oh, Jared, our, our body is too uh, in-depth and sophisticated for calories in, calories out. But usually those same people are the same ones buying detoxes and body cleanses. Like, wait a second. Our body's too sophisticated for taking in less energy than what it burns, but it needs help detoxing. Get the fuck out of here. That's, that's bullshit. But that's the thing. It's just like money and budgeting. If you make $5,000 a month and you spend 6000 on anything, you're going to be in debt, right? You're going to overdraft. Your bank is going to get pissy. It's the same thing with, with this. You cannot physically burn 2,000 calories and take in 3,000 of organic food or keto food or paleo food or in a fasting window or whatever criteria you want because you simply cannot mitigate your energy balance, your calories in versus calories out. It's like, you know, imagine your house is a thousand square feet and you put 2000 square feet worth of stuff in it. Like good fucking luck. It's not going to work just because it physically can't demand that capacity just because of the nature of the structure. It's the same thing. Your body only burns. Let's just make numbers easy. Say 2000 calories. You take in 3000 of anything. You'll store fat. Taking 3,000 calories of broccoli, it's really hard to do, you will store fat. Literally, you cannot, you cannot get around the calories in, calories out. But that's why everything you have to take into consideration is portion and calorie content. But then, taking the vast majority of what you're eating from better quality, more nutritious, whole, real foods. Prioritize protein and plants. But then, if you want a little bit of loving here and there, if you want a donut, if you want to go get pizza, if you want you know, some tacos, have them in moderation, make them work in your numbers and boom, all the stress of dieting goes away. All the, the deprivation and anxiety goes away. Cause you realize fat loss is predictable. Do you know that fat loss is 100% predictable because it's a proven system. Eating a calorie deficit, boom, weight loss. Sometimes in the beginning, there's a little bit of trial and error to figure out where your calories are. But that's the thing is, you know, Throw, throw a number to the wall. Let's say it's 2,000 calories. Eat that for the next three, four weeks. See what happens. Did you lose weight? Did you stay the same? Did you gain weight? Okay. Then we adjust from there. Fat loss is so predictable. That's the thing is where it becomes unpredictable is when you're not consistent. Too many people, like like a girl, like someone messaged me on Instagram the other day and they're like, Jared, I can't lose weight, blah, 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 blah. And I go, okay, what have you been doing? And they're like, oh, I've been counting calories. Oh, Okay. How's that been going? How long have you done that? And they're like, on and off for five months. I'm like, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. On and off for five months is not five months. 
That's just not consistent. What's the longest you've ever counted straight without falling off? Most people, two weeks. Most people I talk to when they're like, man, I've been dieting for five months and it hasn't been working. It's like, no, they've been inconsistent for five months. And usually I ask people, what is the longest you've ever counted and tracked anything and been consistent with anything? It's right around the average answer is two weeks. Nothing's going to happen in two weeks, friend. I promise. Because here's the thing. When people tell me, they're like, man, I was doing whatever diet for however many, you know, I, I did keto for five months. I did intermittent fasting for 10 months. I did, you know, Adkins for seven months and it didn't work. Here's the thing. Every diet works. The problem is most people aren't consistent. Most people are starting over every fucking Monday and then they eat like assholes every seven ever or every weekend. And then they wonder why they can't get ahead and they always start over Monday. It's because you haven't been dieting for five months, for six, eight months. You've been inconsistent for five and eight months. Then you wonder why, why your shit doesn't work. You see what I mean? Imagine this with this on again, off again. I know I'm getting off tangent, off subject. With this on again, off again, on again, off again stuff. That, that's literally like taking a, uh, imagine taking a, a plant. You have a flower that you want to grow and it's in its little seed form. And you're like, all you have to do is plant it put it in the sunlight, do its thing, water it, make sure animals don't dig it up and eat it, and then give it time, and it's and, and it'll grow and blossom, right? What people do with dieting is like this with the flower. Imagine taking that flower, planting it on the north side of your house, put it in the ground, and then the next day you're like, fuck, no, 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 I hear the south side of my house is better. You dig it up, take it, put it in the south side of your house. Then you're Then like three hours later, you're like, oh, no. I, I don't think that's right. It's not right at all. Hang on. It needs to be on the west side. You pick it up, take it to the west side of your house, plant it. The next day you're like, oh shit, I got to put it on the north side again. You pick it up, take it over, north side of your house. Then you're like, oh, I had this all wrong. I got to put it on the east side of my house. Dig it up, take it over to the east side of your house, plant it. But then you're like, oh wait, no, I read on Google that you got to plant it next to another thriving flower. And you pull it, dig it back up, take it to the thriving flower, put it next to it. Seven hours later, you're like, oh shit. Oh shit, you can't do that when it's the pink thriving flower and you dig it back up and you're like, I gotta go plant it in the middle of the yard by itself. Okay, I'm gonna plant it in the middle of the yard by itself. And literally, imagine if you did that for like the next month. I promise your flower is not going to grow because you have not done let it do anything consistently. That's why this calories thing is so important, guys, is because you just have to eat in your deficit, in your numbers, consistently, without jumping all around. Because every time you like, oh, I'm going to start over Monday, or I'm going to switch to keto, or I'm going to switch to fasting, or I, I just want to live a little bit, it's literally like you pulled that flower right out of the ground. And it's not going to work, you know? I'm telling you, this is why calories and consistency are the two biggest assets you could have. And I'm telling you, if you're in a deficit, you can literally have whatever you want. This makes every, this is the way I teach my online coaching clients when I'm, you know, in my fat loss coaching programs is I, I'm teaching them that not to give up anything like, yeah, eat mostly real whole foods, but there's so many clients that I make them have a Snickers bar every day, or I make them have Oreos every day, or I tell them, I want you to go have a piece of cake every single day just to shoot, show and prove them that they can do this. And now, and then what happens, this is one of my favorite ways to fix food relationships, Many people I've worked with that like struggled with food anxiety, but now they like get it and they're like, oh my gosh, I've literally been enjoying pizza, ice cream, and cookies in moderation while losing fat. 
Holy fucking shit. Okay? And that's really what it all boils down to. And listen, in all honesty, I wasn't going to say this. If you are interested in that and you would like to work with me hands-on, one-on-one, where I could show you how to make that work for you, where to get rid of food anxiety and to get rid of all the guilt and negativity and stress associated with dieting, it's what I teach in my online coaching programs. Okay? I do have applications open. So if that's something you want to do, shoot me an email to jared at hamiltontrained.com and put online coaching in the subject line and we'll talk about it and then we'll schedule a coaching call and that way I can learn more about you and make sure it's a good fit and all that kind of good stuff. Or go over to Instagram and hit me up in the DMs uh, at Real Jared Hamilton. I prefer the email though. So that's it. That is literally why calories are so important. So I hope this was valuable. If you could rank and review the podcast for me, that'd mean a fuck ton. Um, give me a good old five-star iTunes rating. If you think the podcast is worth that, it'd mean a lot. Otherwise, I will talk to you guys soon. Love you.